Hi, it's Michael Senoff with Michael Senoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. The title of this interview is called How to Live to 100 and Feel Great the Entire Way. It's an interview with Suzanne Summers about her search for health and happiness. When Suzanne Summers was going through menopause, she felt terrible. She was moody, sweaty, sleepless, tired, and just wasn't feeling herself. The doctors wanted to prescribe medications to treat each one of her symptoms, but Suzanne didn't want to go that route. That's when she discovered a better way. And in this audio, she'll explain it all. According to Suzanne, most people expect to get one of the big three as they age, either cancer, heart disease, or Alzheimer's. But it doesn't have to be that way. Doctors say people can live to 90 and 100, and Suzanne Summers expects to get there with her brains, bones, and energy intact. And she's well on her way. At 62 years old, she feels great without taking any pharmaceutical drugs. And in this audio, you'll hear how she does it. In this interview, you also hear all about pesticides and why you may want to avoid them. You also learn known effects of diet soda and why Suzanne steers clear of them. You'll learn what you need to look for when reading labels at the grocery store. Believe it or not, a lot of harmful chemicals have made up deceptive names you should know about. You'll learn what supplements Suzanne takes to stay healthy every day. You'll learn how flavoring our food with natural herbs and spices could give us the antioxidants we need to ward off free radicals. You'll learn what exactly happened on the Threes Company in the 70s that got Suzanne fired from starting her activism, and much, much more. According to Suzanne Summers, even if you've lived a lifetime of bad habits, it's not too late to get healthy because the body is very forgiving. All you really have to do is start making a few simple changes, and in this audio, you'll learn how to do that. Now let's get going. Hi, this is Chris Costello, and I've teamed up with Michael Senoff to bring you the world's best wellness-related interviews. So if you know anyone struggling with their weight, with cancer, diabetes, ADHD, autism, heart disease, or other health challenges, please send them to michaelsenoffshardtofindseminars.com. I'm Chris Costello. We're with beloved actress and best-selling author Suzanne Summers. Well, Suzanne, you have written a very exciting and groundbreaking new book called Breakthrough, Eight Steps to Wellness. So can you describe for our listeners, what exactly do you mean by breakthrough medicine? Well, in its simplest form, it's how to live a quality life and achieve peak health. And often that falls on deaf ears because people say, well, I'm healthy. And I'm healthy means, well, I don't have cancer and I'm not in the hospital or I don't have Alzheimer's or I don't have heart disease. And I always go dot, 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 yet, because the way we are approaching health right now should not be called health care. It should be called disease care. We wait until we're in a disease state, and then we go to the doctor who has no choice but to load us up with pharmaceutical drugs, and every drug creates some kind of side effect that requires another drug and another drug and another drug. And so I started thinking about the tipping point. At what point, when we have chemicals in our food, in unprecedented ways. We've never experienced anything like this in the history of mankind, not only in our food, but in our environment. We've never experienced an environmental assault as we are now experiencing with the pollution and the chemicals. And it's in our water. It's in our household goods. When I was a kid, my mother used to clean things with lemon water and ivory soap and mineral oil. Now we use chemical sprays and chemical detergents chemicals in our clothes, and we send our clothes to the dry cleaners for more and more chemicals, 
And we use household chemicals, and we have chemicals in our food. You, you open some people's freezers, and it's all boxes of food with chemicals. They don't even realize what chemicals are. And then you couple that with the overuse of pharmaceutical drugs, the notion of allopathic medicine, which is here's a symptom, here's your drug. And when you start layering all these chemicals on top of one another, I always ask, what is the tipping point? What is the candy bar or the raid spray that you use for your ants or the Roundup weed killer or the Lipitor or the synthetic hormones or the Prozac that women are taking in unprecedented numbers or the Ambien or Lunesta or sleeping pills that is just out of control because people can't sleep? What is it? that makes it tip over and your liver says, I give, I can't do any more work for you, and that's when you get cancer. And we've reached a point that we all pretty much expect in our old age that we'll get one of the big three, cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's. And breakthrough is Suzanne Summers as a filter, essentially, interviewing cutting-edge doctors, Western doctors from around the world, all who have stood back and said, you know what we're doing is not working. And breakthrough is how to get off drugs, how to deal with aging with natural ways using nature's tools, which is Jonathan Wright's term, Dr. Jonathan Wright, the doctor who wrote the very first prescription for bioidentical hormones in the United States 23 years ago and has been a renegade and a cutting-edge doctor ever since. How to achieve it so that you can live this new life that we're being afforded because they're now keeping us alive, like it or not, twice as long as the body actually wants to live through MRIs, CAT scans, sophisticated blood tests, antibiotics, even sewage. All these things are life prolongers, PET scans, etc. And they expect us all now to live to 90, 100, some even say 120. Well, I'm looking forward to that because I've decided to embrace true health care and go to the doctor when I'm well and think about every morsel of food that goes into my body. I expect to be there, but I expect to be there with my brain intact, with my bones intact, and with energy, and at one point, die healthy. And I'm trying to convey to my reader, to my lecture audiences, that it is possible, but you've got to start now. And it's not impossible if you've had a lifetime of bad habits. You can reverse it. The body is very forgiving. Once you start feeding it right, once you start taking good care of it and sleeping it, and dealing with the depression that comes with aging by understanding that it's a hormonal imbalance, replacing the hormones you've lost in the aging process in physiologic doses, individualized or customized just for you, that you can live this long life. And I fully expect to be there, and I know everyone will be watching me because I am my own experiment. And at 62, I do not take or require at present a single pharmaceutical drug as a result. Well, we're looking forward to interviewing you when you're in your 100. 90s. 100. Okay. We'll, we'll set the date. We'll do the first one at 100, and let's try again at 119 or 120. Sounds good. I hope I can make it that long. Yes. Too. Well, if you're interested in health, I'm sure you will. You know, people think it's so hard. Making a few simple changes. I eat amazing food. I grow my own food, and I know not everyone is capable of doing that, but I grew up and I had a lot of Italian families living around me, and it didn't matter if they lived in a big house or a small house. They'd find some patch of ground to stick tomatoes in and carrots in and peppers, and I grew up watching this and realizing that their vegetables tasted so much better than ours, but also when I grew up, there was no such thing as organic because it was all organic. They wouldn't think of spraying poison on food. That concept would have seemed ludicrous. And we've gotten used to the fact that they spray poison on our food 
And we don't even take washing our fruits and vegetables very seriously if we don't buy organic food. What do you think is going to happen? Dr. Russell Blaylock, a renowned neuroscientist who I interviewed at Breakthrough, he said, you have to understand, depending on your exposure, it's anywhere from a quarter of a teaspoon to a teaspoon of, let's say, rat poison daily. And he said to me, how long do you think you can be well taking in any rat poison daily? He said, but that's what people are doing now and not thinking about it. And young people have grown up on chemical foods. They prefer it. You have to bribe a child into eating a little florid of broccoli, you know, and then they get their dessert, which usually comes in some form of a chemical in a bag or a box. And kids eat chemicals all day long. They eat them at school. They drink diet sodas because their parents have them around the house. And it's disastrous. Now, you mentioned Dr. Russell Blaylock. One of the things that he talks about in your book is glucamate and how they are excitotoxins for the brain right. and that they're in most of our processed foods. One thing that he said was people need to understand how important this is. It's not just one more thing to scare you. This is real and of major importance. It exceeds most of the other things that are being talked about. What is he talking about with that? Well, glutamates are harmful chemicals. And they have this guy's name. It's so clever. Soy protein. That sounds kind of good, doesn't it? Soy protein. That's a chemical. It's a disguised name. Hydrolyzed soy protein. Odolized yeast. MSG. I'm trying to think of all the different names. But these foods are not foods. They are food additive chemicals. And they're everywhere. And the fact that we don't really realize what a glutamate is that we don't realize the dangers of MSG. I asked him, I said, how did it get this way? He said, well, at the end of World War II, our American soldiers captured Japanese soldiers and noticed that the Japanese rations tasted so much better than the American GI rations. So they did a study and realized that all the Japanese rations were loaded with MSG, monsodium glutamate, glutamate. Glutamate is a chemical. So they brought over all the American food manufacturers, all of them, Swanson and Heinz and Betty Crocker, all of them, and explain to our American food manufacturers that if they put their chemicals into, as they called it, our lousy can of soup, that our can of soup would taste so much better that everyone would want this soup rather than the other soup. And that's how chemicals got into our food, and it changed the American palate. We started growing accustomed to the taste of chemicals, and then we started liking it better because it is addictive. And then diet sodas came along. He said to me, one diet soda so overstimulates the neurons of the brain, it literally excites them to death within six to eight hours. He said, that's one diet soda. So now we have billions of neurons. He said, but the cumulative effect of diet soda and its addictiveness, he said, is what is a direct link now to brain tumors and brain cancers and to pancreatic cancer. And if you look around, there's an epidemic now of brain and pancreatic cancer. So we have to pay attention. And so many people I know who are addicted to diet sodas, oh, I can't give it up. And there's nothing you can really say to them because it's as addictive as smoking. I had a guy in my organization, 45 years old. For years I've been saying he eats out of the vending machine down the hall and he's always got a diet soda on his desk. And I always said to him, you know, Greg, diet sodas are going to kill you. He goes, I know, I know, but I like them and I don't drink and I don't smoke. So four months ago he comes to me and he said, I have stage four pancreatic cancer. To Greg, before you get into the whole chemotherapy world, please know that chemotherapy, according to all the oncologists I've interviewed, does nothing, nothing whatsoever. 
nothing for pancreatic cancer. Go to one of my doctors. There are doctors who are curing cancer. Go to one of my doctors and try to deal with this naturally because at stage four, all chemotherapy is going to do to you is degrade you. Well, that was four months ago and I buried him last week. I never saw anybody degrade that fast at 45 years old. The chemo just turned him into what looked like a Holocaust survivor. So I don't like to be doom and gloom. My message is hopeful. My message is if you make these small changes, you don't have to go that route. So when you're looking at foods, you know, look for MSG, but look for hydrolyzed protein. Look for soy protein, soy isolates, soy protein concentrates, otolized yeast. When you see these things, look at them as the poison and think about that quarter of a teaspoon to a teaspoon of rat poison every day and how long do you think you can stay healthy? How long do you think a child can stay healthy? Dr. Blaylock told me that giving an infant just six tablespoons of diet soda will alter their DNA forever. So it's serious stuff, and it's not me saying this. I am the filter for these doctors. So to not take it seriously is putting yourself and or your family at great risk. For more interviews with the world's top health and medical experts, go to Michael Senoff's hardtofindseminars.com. It can be very tricky. I know for years I got fooled by natural flavorings. Right. Natural flavorings means chemicals. Isn't that that deception, isn't it? For those of us who are reading labels, when you see natural flavoring, if you don't listen to this interview or read Breakthrough, you're not going to know that that has been a deceptive name made up by the food manufacturers, approved by the FDA as a hidden name for chemicals. That one really bothered me when I found that. It just isn't right. It is. Another fellow that you talk quite a bit about in the book and that you interviewed is Bill Falloon from Life... Fearless Bill Falloon. Uh, Fearless Bill Falloon from Life <laughs> Extension. The editor and founder of Life Extension magazine. I love that magazine because it's nonprofit. Bill Falloon, as the leader and scientific advisory board, looking for ways to improve the health of all people around the globe using natural means, natural alternatives, supplementation. We're not getting what we used to get out of our soil. There's no minerals left in our soil. There's no selenium. That's why we have to replace selenium because it's so important. And they really taught me so much about the value of supplementation. You know, when I was on Oprah, I've had a lot of flack because they asked me to lay out in one long line the supplements that I take every day. And as I was doing it, I said, I know you're going to make fun of me, but I'm at the far end of this, and I'm my own experiment, and I research this stuff. The benefits of vitamin D, I take 8,000 units of vitamin D every day. Why? Because of its unbelievable cancer-protective quality. There are two studies that I read. One, people who took vitamin D only 1,000 units a day for four years had a 60% reduction of cancer. And for those people who already had cancer, who took vitamin D for four years, had a 71% reduction in cancer. That's pretty significant, just by taking vitamin D. Now, we should be able to get it from the sun, but even in Southern California, people are deficient in vitamin D because we are in our house cave, and then we get into our car cave, and then we drive to the office cave, and we stay in the office cave all day, and then we get back into the car cave, and then we drive home, and we get back into the house cave, and maybe we've had 60 seconds of direct sunlight throughout the day. We were meant to be in the sun. I used to watch my children rub sunblock on all of our little grandchildren, the babies. And when you're the mother-in-law and the mother, you just have to shut your trap. (laughs) And I would sit there and I think, it just doesn't feel right to me to be rubbing sunblock, which is chemicals, on all these pure little babies. 
Well, now they have found that sunblock A blocks our body's ability to take in sunlight, i.e. vitamin D, which is cancer protective, and B, the chemicals are going into the skin, which is transdermal, and this is the first assault on these little children, and again, it's by well-meaning parents. It's just the way that pregnant mothers for so long and still at present drink diet soda when they're pregnant, well-meaning, trying to not gain so much weight, which, by the way, has that opposite effect. So we've been sold a bill of goods, and I am startled to find that I'm the mouthpiece for this because I'm not an activist. In the 70s, I did not burn my bra. I didn't care if I had a corner office. I didn't even have an office. It took a while before I started thinking that I deserved to be paid equal to men. And when I did speak up on my sixth year of Three's Company and went to them when my contract was up and I said, hey, you know, I'm the number one female star on television according to all the research. I've got the highest demographics with all women, 18 to 49. And why are the men getting paid 10 times more than me? And now my contract is up and I would like to be paid what you're paying the men. Not more, just what you're paying the men. And I got fired for asking. So my nature is not to be an activist, but it happened when I went into menopause. How terrible, and nobody could tell me why. Why can't I sleep? Why do I sleep for 15 minutes, wake up soaking wet, then I'm up again for three hours, then I fall asleep again for 15 minutes, wake up 15 minutes later soaking wet, and I'm awake for another three hours, and I'm getting a total of maybe an hour or two a night. I'm exhausted. I'm gaining weight. I don't know why. I'm exercising more. I'm eating less. I'm gaining weight. My mood is out of control and my nature is a happy one. I don't know what's wrong. I've lost my sex drive. I can't feel sex. It just doesn't appeal to me anymore. My skin is dry and itchy. My hair is changing. My eyes are watering. I don't feel well. And all I was offered was Prozac, Ambien for sleep, Valium to calm down my anxiety pain and joint killer, pharmaceutical grade, Lipitor, and on and on. And I remember looking at one doctor. I said, are you joking? Is this the best you have to offer women? And by the way, men, this is how you're dealing with it, with band-aids. And I went on a personal search, and I went from doctor to doctor to doctor, extremely disappointed. I was offered synthetic hormones and all the above drugs. And I kept saying, I don't want to take drugs. I don't want to take synthetic hormones. I don't want to take Lipitor. I know what these statins do. And one doctor patted me on the back and he said, the drug companies know best here. And that's when I thought, all right, I'm on my own. And I finally found an endocrinologist who I'd heard about. I had to drive three hours to get to her. She took a blood test. She looked at me and she said, you poor thing. And I said, what? She said, you must feel terrible. I said, I do. She said, you have no estrogen. I said, tell me what that means. She said, it means you probably have migraine headaches. I said, I do. Probably have watery eyes and allergies. I said, I do. You probably aren't sleeping. I don't. You probably are depressed. I am. You probably have no sex drive. I don't. We went through the checklist and she said, we're going to put back what you've lost in the aging process called bioidentical hormones. And she said, they're non-drugs. They're an exact replica of what your body once made that you are no longer making. She said, I can't give you everything you need right now. I said, why? I feel terrible. She said, because it took a long time for you to drain out. So we have to put it back slowly. If you put back the whole thing right away, she said, you will literally go crazy. You can't fool around with hormones. So she started me on low-dose bioidenticals, estrogen every day of the month and two weeks progesterone. Gave me thyroid because my thyroid was low. She gave me bioidentical cortisol to take four times a day to lower my cortisol so I could start sleeping. And within two weeks, I was feeling better. Then I would report to her my symptoms. And with each symptom, I said, my leg's itching. She said, okay, let's up the estrogen just a little bit, and we'll up the progesterone just a little bit. Let's add in a little DHEA. 
alchemy, customized, just for me. It took months, but each week getting better and better and better and better and better. And at the end of the year, I was me again. I was sleeping eight and nine hours. My sex drive returned. My hair got its luster back. Skin plumped up and was no longer dry. My mood was beautiful. My happy nature returned. The hot and cold I was experiencing went away because my thyroid was corrected. My sore feet went away because my thyroid was corrected. My cortisol went down and that made sleep beautiful. My weight went down because by sleeping, it put my insulin down, which I explain in all my books. And I went, we're on to something here. Here I am being offered all these drugs, feeling miserable for three whole years, putting my marriage, my incredible marriage at test because my mood change was so drastic. And now I'm back to normal. I don't require a single pharmaceutical drug. My blood tests are coming back stellar. And that's when I decided to start writing books about this and go deeper. And the deeper I went, the deeper you could go. And then nutrition became a part of it. And then understanding how chemicals are blunting hormones. That's why younger and younger people have hormonal deficiencies when normally they shouldn't, but the chemicals are blunting it and the stress is blunting hormone production. So the backbone of breakthrough medicine is bioidentical hormone replacements. And if you're too young to replace them and you have no symptoms at all, I recommend by being a filter for doctors to start every year at your physical, get a hormone blood panel done. And doctors always say, you don't need that, you're too young. I always say, do it so that next year you have something to compare it to from year after year. And when you start seeing there's a decline, Start replacing right then so that you never have to go through what I went through, what women of my generation went through, of all the women who lost their husbands and marriages fell apart and families fell apart because of hormonal imbalance, because when hormones are off in the family, the whole family is affected. And so health and wellness, when you feel it and achieve it, and I look around at my friends who are on allopathic medicine, the Lipitor, the Prozac, Ambien, Valium cocktail, and I see that they can't remember thoughts. I see that they can't sleep without sleeping pills, and they're on diet pills to get rid of the bloating, which is just a hormonal imbalance, but instead they're being given these harsh chemicals, and I realize, oh my God, this is why we're all ending up in nursing homes. It's a perfect business template, and so many of the nursing homes are owned by pharmaceutical companies. So when you look at the template from middle age on, they start throwing these drugs at us, and we get more and more dependent on them. We get more and more side effects, which require more and more and more. By the time we reach our 70s, we need a tackle box for our pharmaceuticals. By the time you're in your 80s, you need a healthcare practitioner to come in every day to keep it straight. And then when you get so wacky, they put you in the nursing home, and you stay in the nursing home until your insurance runs out, or your family goes broke, and then you die. And what a terrible end to a beautiful life. And what all the doctors are saying, who I've interviewed, is that by starting early, and really at any time, don't think that you're too old for it, but the earlier you start, the better. Changing your diet, and that means butter, cream, sour cream, full-fat cream cheese, olive oil, that's real food. If you can pick it or pluck it or shoot it, it's real food. But if it's unpronounceable, if it's natural flavoring, hydrolyzed soy protein, odolized yeast, caffeinate, any of those things, that's not a real food. You can't pick that anywhere. Avoid all that. Try to buy organic if you can. Try to grow it if you can. If not, even grow in a window box herbs and spices because Dr. Khalil Mahmoud, who is a beautiful man, a doctor, oncologist, who gave up his oncology practice and he was 
department head at his university hospital. I said, why? I couldn't do it anymore, he said. What do you mean you couldn't do it? He said, nobody's getting better on chemotherapy. He said, I would get so attached to my patient and then have to watch them die. And I realized that we're approaching cancer wrong. He said, and I realized that the protective nature from cancer with bioidentical hormones. Young people don't get cancer unless it's an environmental or genetic aberration. He said that young people making a full complement of hormones don't get cancer because hormones signal to the brain that all is well in the body. This is a reproductive person. And he said the object of human beings being on the planet is to reproduce. That's the biology in us. And really, when we're no longer reproductive, the brain's job is to assess this and then try to get rid of it. Sometimes that takes form in the cancer that we all have in us that gets accessed or affecting the brain or organs or whatever. But the brain's job is to get rid of the non-reproductive ones to make room for the healthy reproductive ones to perpetuate the species. He said, so I now am taking in patients who are able to agree with the logic of restoring everybody to hormonal balance, young, old, middle-aged, and old. He said, because young people I'm finding are as hormonally imbalanced as the older ones and teaching them about nutrition, teaching them about herbs and spices. Tell me about herbs and spices. He said, nature, in its beautiful wisdom, provided us with basil, thyme, sage, oregano, tarragon, mint, chives, and uh, spices like turmeric, cumin, ginger, chili peppers, all these things nature provided so we would flavor our healthy food with them to make our food taste so great. And he said, the beauty of all the herbs and spices is that they are nature's antioxidants. He said, in a world like today, when we're getting an assault of chemicals from every angle, like Star Wars, he said, it's creating free radicals in the body. He said, you get enough free radicals in the body and you'll get cancer. He said that antioxidants eat free radicals. So if people would eat quality food and add to that food as a beautiful flavor enhancement, these spices and herbs I just mentioned, he said, it's protective against cancer. He said, you can prevent cancer if you eat right, if you don't drink diet soda, if you make beautiful lemonade and drink lots of water and keep your system alkaline because cancer is acid. Alkaline throws off the acid nature in your body. He said, everything about the body wants balance. He said, hormonal balance, chemical balance. He said, and you can expect to live this long life and get to 100, and they say 120, which we'll see, and be intact. That's how fun it would be to be 100 years old with a well-working brain and bones so that you can stand up, walk around, and impart your wisdom because you've lived so long and you have perspective. To me, that's just a beautiful thing, and that makes living twice as long an absolute privilege. Well, Suzanne, it's been such a privilege to talk with you today, and we look forward to continuing our conversation with you about health and wellness. Thank you so much. That's the end of our interview, and I hope you've enjoyed it. For more great health-related interviews, go to Michael Senoff's hardtofindseminars.com.